Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Real great thread here on Reddit. Bosses name some of the craziest reasons the applicant did not get the job. The reasons they (laughs) turned somebody down Uh, who was applying for a gig with them. I love this. I love this. And some of them are kind of confessions, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This guy says... A guy was applying for a job at my restaurant. He showed up with no shirt and no shoes on. Okay, well, come on. It says right on the door. (laughs) If you can't get service there, you're certainly not going to work there, dude. During her interview, a woman asked how many of the male employees are single. Uh, (laughs) Oh. I don't really want a job. I just want to hook up. Yeah, yeah. I'll be very distracted while I work for you. Now point me in the direction of the good-looking people. A guy in a brand new unironed dress shirt forgot to take the pins out and started bleeding oh my gosh (laughs) the pins on a man's dress shirt maybe it's like this for women too i've never bought a woman's dress shirt we don't have a lot of pins guys have a lot of pins to make it look nice in the packaging and to keep the the cuffs folded properly if you just bought that shirt and that's clearly what happened here this guy went out bought a nice shirt for the interview Put it on real quick, didn't iron it, didn't take the pins out, ended up bleeding all the way through his shirt. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. One woman asked the interviewer, does this place have a policy on drugs? Because I like to have fun on the weekends. Oh, <laughs> Like, do you want the job or no? I don't get it. <laughs> this person didn't even get an interview. His cover letter was just a blank page with the words cover letter on it. <laughs> Please attach a cover letter. He did. He did. He just printed off the template from Microsoft Word. Great. It turns out one woman applying for a job had dated one of the interviewers and then ghosted him. Then on her way out, on her way out, she stole his laptop. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who are these people? One guy's resume said he spoke French, but when they asked him about it, he says he can only speak it when he's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. I'll just do one more. These, again, are the most ridiculous reasons people have been rejected for jobs. This woman was applying to the local police. She wanted to be a dispatcher. The problem is... They do a background check when you want to be a dispatcher. She had an outstanding warrant. So instead of a job, she got arrested. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you? Th- oh, they won't check. It's fine. Isn't that crazy? Uh, that is insane. That is why they didn't get the job. Blind date. Good idea or bad idea for someone who's single? Oh, no. They sound horrible to me. I mean, I think it's like a last resort. And only if, only if 
the person that set you up on this blind date knows you so, 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 so well and that other person pretty well. I hate to say it, and I rarely do, but you are wrong. (gasps) How dare you? This is from the University of California. They were looking into qualities that we look for when we're dating. And in doing that, they discovered something pretty interesting. Most people have a set of ideals. They have a type. They want someone, for example, who's intelligent and makes them laugh and they're kind and everybody has their own set of things that they look for in a date. Right. The problem is, is that we tend to exclude people too soon that don't check all of the boxes. And you do that exclusion before you even really know them. So they boiled it down into really plain and simple terms. If you go into a restaurant Would you lean over to the person at the table beside you and say, order for me. Pick anything you think I might like. Hey, if I was having a good time and I was already, maybe I had a little couple glasses of wine as an appetizer. Hey, maybe I would. Fun fact, that is what Kat orders as an appetizer every time she goes out, (laughs) a bottle of wine. That's the appetizer menu, isn't it? The wine menu? That's what it is. (laughs) They say that if you let a stranger order your food, You can end up pleasantly surprised. You might discover something you didn't even know that you liked. And they say the same applies to dating. Sometimes, because you've built this up in your head so much and you're convinced that you know yourself so well, you're excluding people that could be perfectly good matches for you. That's why they say, using that restaurant example... It's probably not a bad idea to let somebody else set you up. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and and like I said, if it's someone that knows you well, especially, and maybe you're hesitant and you think, I'm not interested. I know I won't be interested in that person. I I say go for it. Why the heck not? That makes sense. I would be willing to do that. The person that I'm dating right now should not have been my type. We... Like on paper kind of thing? On paper, don't work. Interesting. However, because I took some good advice from a mutual friend, it worked out great. That's good. That's good. Sometimes you got to take a chance and and give up on um, that thought that, well, I know me better Mm -hmm. than anybody else, Mm -hmm. and let somebody else make a choice for you. And if you're not comfortable doing that, they say, go to a restaurant. Put the menu down. Let a stranger pick for you. Let the waiter or waitress pick for you. Let somebody else order your food and see what comes out. Now, that could go horribly wrong. (laughs) It could. Just make sure you don't have any allergies. And if you do, make sure you tell them because that could go real bad real quick. Well, this is the thing, right? I mean, oh, you ordered me a burger with a salad. I don't like burgers and I don't like salad. Thanks a lot. You just ruined dinner. (laughs) Yeah, be careful. It's entirely possible. Maybe they're going to order for you. uh, I don't know. Something you would have never done. You've never ordered uh, spare ribs in your life, but you tried them and you loved it. And that's the point of the survey. Sometimes you've got to let a stranger make that decision for you. That's weird. Try weird thought, though. The next time you're out. And if you have tried it, tell us your story. 
519-571-BEAT to reach us by text, or you can tweet at 915-THE-BEAT. Here is a text from Jackie. Hey, Scott. I tried a blind date. Mm -hmm. First time ever. We're now married, and today is our daughter's birthday. Oh, see, that's nice. It can happen with a blind date. Sure. You've just got to put your unrealistic expectations aside because you won't find the perfect one necessarily. And sometimes put it in fate's hands or your bestie or your coworker or, I don't know, your garbage man. You're the, the person <laughs> you who know anybody, garbage slices man? your bread at the bakery, whomever. Sometimes you just got to trust that they know something more about you than you do. Okay, what is challenge accepted? What's going on? Yeah, you might notice black and white photos um, that women are posting of themselves under the hashtag um, of challenge accepted. Or maybe you'll see that and hashtag women supporting women. It's a campaign that, although now just really going viral, started a couple of months back slowly trickling and infiltrating its way through Instagram. It's a way for, they say, women to show off their appreciation to other women who ins- to inspire each other, to support each other, and nominate someone who inspires and supports them too. So you post this black and white photo of yourself, and you can also tag a couple of women that you support. To, to me, I have, a prob- I have a problem with this kind of thing. I always do. And it's, you know... Please don't take offense if you've, if you've taken part in it. But what I do want you to do is always just think about your intention behind everything you do. Uh, it's, black and, it's black and white images for kind of a vague cause, in, in my opinion. Because it is it's said to be, you know, lift women up and stuff like that. And that's wonderful. To be tagged in one of those photos, someone to think of you that way, that's really cool. But it kind of reminds me of the black square for Black Lives Matter. It's kind okay. of, you know, it's kind of a way to post something just to try to prove, like, you're for that. But what else are you doing in your life to do it? You know what I mean? It's it's very easy. It's a way to put something out there without having to do too much about it. Hmm. Too much about the cause itself. It kind of... I don't know. To me, even the some of the people that have posted it, and my timeline, like you, was flooded. I thought, I've heard you talk-ish about other women so many times. It's so fake to me. Uh. It's so fake to me. But anyway, um, I like a quote on this, actually. A writer named Anna Levinson tweeted about this she sums it up nicely she says influencers and celebrities especially will love these types of challenges because they don't require actual advocacy which might alienate certain fractions of their fan base it's true i mean i don't know for me it just seems like why would it's flattering photos right you pick the lighting and the filtering and you post this photo of yourself because you're supporting other women i'm not sure i understand it fully to be honest with you it seems kind of a little more on the vain side Maybe a better suggestion would be to post about a woman you know who's amazing. Post about someone else for whatever reason. A powerhouse, someone in history, your mom. I mean, anyone. But posting a photo of you, I just don't personally understand it. I don't I don't get how that's supposed to help support other women, even if you do tag those women. And maybe you do truly. You truly love those other women. I don't know. Again, it's just one of those things going viral for a nothing reason, in my opinion. Here's an interesting text that just came into 519-571-BEAT. With the black and white photo challenge, I'd like to be able to nominate men, too. Oh, interesting. Are there men out there that inspire other women, or is this just women supporting women? This this started as a woman supporting woman thing, which is why you'll see that mostly. I don't know of anyone that, that, that nominated a man 
Um, yeah, sure. You could do that too. But here's the thing is that I don't think we have to wait for challenges. Why do we have to wait for challenges and viral things? If you want to go ahead and, and post about somebody who means something to you, go ahead and do that. Like, why do you have to wait for something? Go ahead. Absolutely. You do you. You want to post something about a man that's influenced you, that you look up to? Yeah. Do it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, thanks for clearing it up. I really wasn't sure what was going on, and I read a few of them, and a few of them were different, so I couldn't quite figure out what the concept is. Either way, I mean, I think it's always a good idea when women support women, or when men support women. Absolutely. Or- well, especially, like, the women and women thing, <laughs> it is a thing. I mean... There, it gets catty sometimes, and you tend to try to bring somebody down. And for for whatever reason, with women, it I think it's worse than with men and men or men and women, women and women. So I absolutely think that this is a cause to get behind. But what are you actually doing, right? Hmm. Don't just post something and then it really means nothing to you. What are you actually doing to support women? Okay, all right, that's good. Thanks for filling me in. What's one thing, and I mean food fast food in particular that you and your partner share a love of what's your go-to it could be mcdonald's you know mcdonald's nuggets are our thing or right fast eddie's crazy fries are our thing <laughs> maybe it's uh maybe it's something simple like ice cream truck when the ice cream truck goes by me and Bay, we get ice cream truck mm-hmm. Now imagine this. Let's say they get that without you. Oh, man, that's just rude. Is it? (laughs) Is it it rude? It all depends. No, not if they're on their own. They're doing their thing. They got to get a lunch. They, They, you know, they're out and about. But if they bring that home or the wrapper for that particular food item home and they didn't bring you one and they had just had it, that's where we have trouble here. That's where we have trouble. You went to Starbucks and you didn't get me the ceviche egg bites either? Okay, fine. Good to know. Huh. Problem. That's a problem. Okay, I'm glad you used the Starbucks example because that's one that would do it for me. Oh, you stopped at Starbucks on the way home and didn't ask me if I wanted anything? Really? Yeah, yeah like thanks. Seems rude. Yeah. Krispy Kreme. Oh, you decided to go to Krispy Kreme and didn't bring home any donuts. There's a lot of examples of where that might get to somebody. So they did a survey. Just over one in ten think eating that special thing without including your partner is as bad as cheating. (laughs) Okay, come on. Let's all calm down a little bit here. Okay, before you downplay this, though, maybe you don't fully understand how much I love uh, crazy fries from Fast Eddie's. Or maybe you don't fully understand how much I love, uh, uh, I don't know, Antihitos from Montana's. And that could be a great example. Hey, maybe you went to Montana's for a beer with a buddy. You could have brought takeout for Bay, knowing how much she loves that particular thing. But you didn't do it. And that's why one in ten think it is cheating mm. when they get your special thing and don't bring you any. Do you have to lie? Because I think that is part of determining oh, whether or not it's actually 100%. cheating. One hundred percent. The person would say, "Oh, my phone. You know, I didn't want to text and drive, and my phone wasn't plugged into the car. I would text you and asked you. I didn't know if you wanted it or not." 
excuses would just come blah, 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 just pouring out like a fountain. No doubt about it, they'd lie, of course. So if my girlfriend's favorite thing in the world is, let's say, uh, um, fresh bread from Cobb's, and I mm. went to Cobb's mm-hmm. and didn't bring her anything... Should I lie that I was ever at Cobb's in the first place? (laughs) Or do I tell her I was at Cobb's and just didn't think to get you anything? Yeah, see, you're in trouble either way there. You're in trouble either way. And she could find out. She could find out if you say you weren't there and she finds out you are. That's even worse. Well, it could get like real detective style, right? Oh, I was just checking the bank's account this month and Mm -hmm. I noticed a charge at Cobb's. You smell like fresh bread, you lying (laughs) SOB. (laughs) Pack your stuff and get out of (laughs) here. You're sleeping on the couch until you remember to bring me a muffin when you're out. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I can't believe how many people think that's cheating. But then again, if you have to lie about it, maybe you did do something wrong. There's something there anyway. The number one thing that couples fight about is money. That's not a surprise. I think most people assumed that. Mm -hmm. Yep. But there's a certain part of money that we fight about the most often. Needs versus wants. Needs versus wants. Oh, is it okay. a need or is it a want? Gotcha. So someone in the relationship might be like, no, we need one of these. So I bought it. And the other person's like, we don't need that. Let me give you a few examples here. Because okay. I like your take on some of these where it's not as black and white about what's a need versus a want. Case of beer. Oh, that. Oh, man. That's a, that's a want. It's a hot day, though. It's not a need. Water is a need. Beer is not. A pool. That's also a want. Is it? Yeah, man. Light up the sprinkler. You're good to go. Okay. Screens cracked on your cell phone. Is a new phone a need or a want? A new phone? No, that's a want. You can get your screen uh, fixed for much, much cheaper than a new phone. Okay. Your Netflix membership. Need or want? <laughs> Do you have cable? Yay or nay? Because I might... This can be this can be a gray area because if you need entertainment, right? I mean, everybody wants to do something to help save money elsewhere, right? You'll sure. sit, sit at home and watch Netflix because it costs you a certain amount. You know how much you're spending on it each month instead of, say, going out to a restaurant or whatnot. So uh, I would say eh, there's a little bit of gray area, but because it's not that expensive, I would say it, it is a want, but we all need some form of entertainment and relaxation. So you're going to say... I'm halfsies. I'm halfsies on this one. So you're not saying... I'm not if it's really going to say want. one way or another. I, obviously, we know it's not a necessity to make you... To, to keep you alive. We know this. But, again, like I said, we all need some form of entertainment. We all need a little bit of escape. And if that's Netflix, that shouldn't be a harm. And it's not that expensive. I'm sensing some contradiction here, Kat, because you said a cell phone is a want, not a need. A cell phone? No, 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 no. I said replacing your cell phone entirely is a want. When you, If you need to fix your screen, absolutely you do. Get your screen fixed separately. You don't need a brand new phone is my point. It's a cheaper option. Okay, one more. Gym membership. Need or want? That's a want. Is it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's but a the want. physical fitness and the yeah, exercise you can, you can and the go heart for, and the you cardio. Can, you can walk. You can run. You can do your own activities. But people just enjoy the gym because there's everything available to them. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I was a gym member for many, many, many years. It's very convenient. It's all there. It doesn't have to be in your house, right? Love that. But it's still a want. Hmm. Hot takes there from Cat Callahan. I like it. There's a new cannabis store in my hood. And I decided I would drop by and support a new business yesterday. Ah, support local. I like it. So I went in and I was looking around, playing with their iPad just to see what they've got. An elderly couple came in behind me. Kat, I'm going to guess that this couple was at least in their 70s, okay. maybe older. So a staff member goes over to help him out. He said, never smoked the stuff before. <laughs> But I think I'm going to try. <laughs> okay. All right. Good on you, Gramps. I like so it. I perked up a little bit. I thought, huh, I kind of want to hear this conversation because he had a lot of questions about how it works and he wasn't sure how to roll a joint. And that was fine. The staff member told them, hey, we've got them pre-rolled or we've got these gel capsules and we've got edibles and we've got all sorts of stuff that you can try. He looked at her dead in the eye and he said, what can you give me that's going to make me feel like I drank a case of beer? <laughs> what? <laughs> Grandpa's cruising for a party. That's fabulous. <laughs> a case? Like you didn't say a beer? Like a no. case of beer? What can I take that'll make it feel like I drank a case of beer? That's fantastic. <laughs> Grandpa? What? <laughs> and <laughs> His wife just sat there. <laughs> Nodding along like it was a perfectly reasonable question. <laughs> That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, yeah we got to get our buzz on what he said. Yeah, I need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> the staff were great, though. That was awesome. Uh, good autumn and welcome to any new business that's opening right now. I know it's pretty uncertain times, but uh, good luck with everything. I'm dying to get your take on this. Okay, bring it. It's a woman from Australia. And she posted a picture on social media of her new promise ring. Mm. A promise ring, for those who don't know, isn't an engagement ring, but it's basically a promise that eventually an engagement ring will be coming. It's the engaged to engage ring. So this guy, his name is Braden, had his name engraved on the ring. Okay. It says, Braden, I'm giving you my first name. Until I can give you my last. Oh, isn't that cute? No. People are losing whoa. their minds over oh, this. Whoa, whoa. Why? Why are people losing their minds? What, what am I missing here? So one person who started the Facebook controversy said, that's it. I'm ring shaming. This guy is possessive. It's like he's branding cattle. Why didn't he put a dog collar on her? It was Whoa. like he was claiming her. Whoa. What Some she... people feel that uh -huh. Braden used the ring as a proof of ownership kind of deal. Seems more like a brand than a romantic gesture. Right. Reads one of the comments. Is that too possessive? No. It, it, it's a ring. Everybody chill out. It's a ring she can choose to put on her finger or not wear on her finger if she doesn't want to. And does anybody actually, does anyone have opinions that actually knows this couple? This couple could be just one of those mushy couples that loves that stuff. I know people who love that kind of thing. 
So who's to say they're not one of them? And what does she have to say? Where's she in all this? She's okay with it as far yeah. as I know. But, you know, reading so some of these comments. freaking get your mind your own business. Get a life. It seems like maybe she's getting a little influenced by all of the comments on this. Uh, I'm thumbing through the comments here. Some of them I can't read because it's terrestrial radio. Right. No, thank you, Captain Patriarchy. I have my own last name. <laughs> right. Loser. <laughs> that is childish and in bad taste. What? It sounded romantic to me. I didn't realize that that was a possessive thing. Well, is it a possessive thing? I mean, no. I mean, no. If you want to really read it that way, if this girl... Do we know the ages? Sorry. I do not know okay. the ages. So if this girl, let's say it really is a girl, let's say she's like 17, 18 years old or something. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There could be something to, to be said for, whoa, dude, why don't you just chill out? Uh, but there's no shortage of women who love that and will be like, yes, I want to have your last name. Some people don't change their last name, you know, myself included. And it, it's all a choice that we each have. So calling someone names basically over this when you don't even know them like possessive seems a little bit intense unless you actually know the situation and know the couple and know that she's definitely in a bad spot and if she is in a bad spot don't throw it on facebook loser you're the loser go talk to her it seems like her facebook friends are trying to point out to this girl that this is a red flag against this guy and if he does something like that and gives her a ring like that, he's going to be a possessive ownership kind of guy. Now, I don't know that this is necessarily going to change her mind, but it has created a lot of controversy. So many text messages coming in. Uh, okay, let me start here with this one. Uh, this says, I'm a 23-year-old guy. I personally just don't get the whole promise ring. We're together, then engaged. Why a promise ring is needed, I don't know. But I guess well, that's me. Okay, that, and to each their own, for sure. At the, at the core of it, an engagement is a promise. So you're essentially, with a promise ring, making a promise to make a promise. Right. Oh, actually, the marriage is a promise as well. So it's a promise to make a promise to make a promise. <laughs> you're right. It's like a pre-pre-pre-promise, isn't it? It's like when we have a meeting to decide when we're going to have a meeting. <laughs> Which, by the way, happens. Um, hey, I won't give my opinion, this texter says, because it doesn't matter. Are the couple happy? That's good enough for me. Come on, world. Let's move on. I'm with Cat Losers. Great text message. Uh, not possessive at all, this person says. Still her choice whether she wants to wear it after all. Yeah. Sure. It I is. like these. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the After 9 Podcast. You can have fries with your burger, but if you want sweet potato fries, that'll be an extra $1,000. No, they always do that with Caesar salad, which never makes sense to me because there's like two leaves and then some dressing. It's not more money. Stop it. It is not more money. We'll pay that upcharge, though. Yeah. We'll pay it every single time. The one that always gets me is when they serve a chicken breast entree 
for like $16, or you can add a chicken breast to your salad for two. Okay, well, how much is the chicken actually costing then? <laughs> you tell me what you buy this for, please. <laughs> I don't understand here because it seems like I'm getting ripped off. What is the massive difference between the entree chicken and the chicken that I can add to my salad? <laughs> is this a different kind of chicken? Is this a special magical chicken that you're putting on this plate? And what kind of a chicken are you serving me over here? So many questions. Grubhub just released some info on what they say is the fastest rising delivery foods for the first half of the year. This is what we ordered during the pandemic. Okay. So when you look at the year-over-year numbers, the fastest rising takeout item or delivery item was spicy chicken sandwiches. Sales were up 299% this year. Really? Okay, some restaurants... Have a great spicy chicken. I'm going to recommend that if you want fast food, Wendy's Spicy Chicken, great. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of pubs that have done a real good job. They've come real close to perfecting the spicy chicken. Mm -hmm. That was number one. Number two, something else on two buns, plant-based burgers, 291%. Uh, I'm not surprised. Sure. A lot of people are going a little closer to vegan, I would think. Yeah, and I wonder how many people during that time thought, you know what, if I'm going to make a bit of a lifestyle change, why don't I make this the time that I can focus on that and and do my very best? So that would make sense that they would try things like that. The next two are a little weird because they're not food. They're drinks. Vanilla milkshakes are up 273%. Mm. I don't know the last time you got food delivered, but I don't think it happens quick enough that I would want them bringing me a milkshake. It's so funny you say that. I was at Menchie's with uh, a couple of people over the weekend, and we had gone in, and we just decided to uh, we'll stay, sit outside, and our kids had enjoyed some Menchie's. And just then, someone from Skip the Dishes came by, and I thought they couldn't possibly be coming in this door, so I don't need to move over. They're here for the pita pit next door. No, he was most definitely going into Menchie's. And I even asked him, I said, people are seriously, people seriously do that? They get them delivered? He's like, yeah, I come here like pretty frequently actually for picking up. It shocked me. I think the same as you. If it melts just a little bit, it's no good to me anymore. Iced lattes are up 261%. Mm, mm -hmm. Number five, chili. I guess we wanted comfort food during lockdown. I guess so. 228% increase. This next one, I don't even know where you get it delivered from, but cinnamon rolls are up 205%. Mm. Beef burritos, 181%. Uh, The burrito thing doesn't surprise me, yeah. Tacos were up 169%. Can I say, by the way, tacos, another one where you got to hope that driver gets there really quick because... If you have too many toppings in that taco and it sits just a little too long, you've compromised the structural integrity Mm. of the taco. You're basically going to have a lap full of lettuce, tomato, ground beef, and sour cream. Mm. Yeah, you're not wrong. You got to be careful on that one. Those are the top 10 most popular takeout items for the first half of 2020. What happened to the classics? Are people not getting wings anymore? Are we not ordering Chinese or pizza, pizza? or things like that? Yeah. I think we still are, but maybe those were just, uh, tr- we were trying to do something different, right? I mean, the world was ending, so we were just like, yeah, <laughs> screw it. I'll burn my taste buds off with this spicy chicken. <laughs> 
people sometimes steal strange stuff. Have you ever heard of the Moby Dick? The, the Moby that like um like the based on the book? No, no. It's a little more literal than that, cat. Um, this guy was in Vegas, uh-huh. and on the Strip, they've got an adult toy store. Ah. Uh. And you may know from being in other stores that occasionally, in addition to all the inventory they have, they'll have like a big display model. Mm. So when you think about what they sell at an adult toy store, and then you picture the big display model, that's the Moby Dick. It's about 40 pounds. <laughs> And from base to tip, it's about three feet tall. Whoa. So the guy walked into the store, picked it up, threw it over his shoulder, and walked right out the front door. What? Yep. How far he did he get? He had a three-pound <laughs> unit with him, walking down the street in Vegas. See, and the thing with Vegas is, that seems normal. No one's really going to stop and be like, wait a minute. Doesn't belong on your shoulder. They're just gonna go <laughs> Vegas. That's exactly what it is. That's just Vegas. You can, by the way, if you'd like to own one of those, buy the actual Moby Dick. It sells for twelve hundred dollars at that particular store. But whoa, whoa, whoa! It's three feet. Uh, doing a little comparative shopping, though, it appears that you can get it as low as six hundred through Amazon. Great. <laughs> Rip your intestines out today. I want to be home when the FedEx driver delivers that. Whoa, this is a big box whoa, you whoa, got whoa. here. So, I'd ask what your plans are, but I see you're going to be busy. <laughs> uh, the three-foot-tall Moby Dick only fits in a big box. Mm, you don't say. When it gets shipped, it would probably be an awkward package to deal with. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I have never had any inclination to smuggle contraband anywhere inside my body. (laughs) Never once have I thought, I'm going to hide it or I'll be the mule. Never has that happened. Right. But some people out there do it. And this is from Florida. I'd like to introduce you to a 34-year-old woman who is now in a lot of trouble. She was arrested for a DUI. Police thought something was up. So, when they took her to jail, they did a little x-ray scan on her, which indicated a foreign object in her groin area. (sighs) That hurts. Continue. Would you like to know mm. what it was or where it was? Mm. Mm. I want to know what. I want to know what before I get too too worried about the where. It was a crack pipe. Oh. Okay. And I'm assuming when she was pretty confident she was getting arrested, she decided that she would stash the crack pipe. You know where they'll never look? Mm. In my butt. And then, once police did discover it, she had to come up with an excuse. How do you explain to the cops why you've got a crack pipe jammed up there? Would you like to know what her excuse was? (laughs) Those are my favorite parts of the whole story, of course. (laughs) Those are my favorite parts. The excuses are the best. Bring it. Let's go.
She forgot it was up there. (laughs) (laughs) She just forgot. I do that all the time with my keys. Uh, Where did I put my keys? Oh, I forgot. They're in my jacket pocket. Oh, is that still there? She couldn't remember where that crack pipe was. I remember I had it, and then I sat on the couch, and it was gone. It's like finding a Kleenex in your jeans the next time you put them on. Like, I forgot I put that there. Just the same thing, isn't it? (laughs) She was hit with additional charges for possession of drug paraphernalia and introduction of contraband into a detention facility. And I would imagine she should probably go for a pretty thorough physical after this one. Don't do drugs. If you can forget that you had a crack pipe. But isn't that exactly what someone who uses a crack pipe would say? Yeah. Oh, it all adds up. You almost can't even be surprised. No. You almost can't even be surprised. In any case, police caught her. They got the crack pipe and I hope they threw it out after that. Okay, but what are you doing to make that much noise? Like, I'm starting to I'm figure out why the coffee maker's not working. Uh, it's, it's working. It's working just fine. It's just after a while, the heating up process sounds like someone is punching the coffee machine. Does anyone else have this? I've got the Keurig in here, which is actually Scott and myself, but we're still distant, so it's pretty much just been mine for the last several months. But when it heats up, it sounds like this. Like, what is happening in there? I don't know, but it still makes a super hot cup of coffee, so no complaints. I thought you were roughing it up, and I thought, I'm getting ripped off here. We went splits on that coffee maker. I never got to use it because I had to get out because we were distanced, and now you're beating the crap out of it when I'm not there. (laughs) When you drop the whole, yeah, I think we're going to need a new one. I thought, why? We just got that one. I don't know. Just started, it's been getting like louder and, and more aggressive every day. Like It scared me at one point. I jumped back from it. I thought it was going to blow up, but I still drank the coffee. <laughs> Mama needs her coffee. You know what I mean? Don't care. Might taste like fire. Don't care. Going to drink it. Well, take it easy on the coffee maker. <laughs> I, eventually, I'd like to have one. I'm not doing anything but pushing buttons. I'm literally not doing anything else. Okay, I don't think that's a, a commonly how they work, but uh, here we are. Here we are. Next one's on you. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> it's a good thing we didn't invest in real estate together. <laughs> Your husband's a good guy. Yes. Let's find out if he can pass the perfect gentleman test, though. Okay. <laughs> it's a really good article about the traits of a modern gentleman. Carries you home from a night out when your shoes are hurting your feet. Carries me home. (laughs) Has he ever flung you over his shoulder and said, come on, cat, take a load off here. I'll get you home. I don't know if he's ever had to or I've ever asked for it, but probably back in the day when I've had those nights where I just, yeah, simply cannot anymore. He would. Let's put it that way. He would. Calls you in the morning to make sure you got up on time. Okay, well, that's a little reversed in your personal situation. You probably have to do the same for him, I would think. That's a little bit different for us, yeah. He would tell you if your skirt was tucked into your underwear? I would certainly hope so, yes. No, he would, 100%. 100%, yes. That's a sign that he cares as much about your image as you do, in case you're wondering. Checks your engine for problems? I don't know if he's ever done that. I don't know if he'd know what to look for. (laughs) I do that, actually, with the girlfriend's car. I mean, if it's making a weird noise, I'm the guy who will pop the hood, have no clue what I'm doing, and phone the mechanic. But I'll do that <laughs> as long as the call is as long as the call is done. That's good. Okay, that's a step. That's a thing. 
fixes your computer or laptop or IT issues for you? See, again, it'd be one of those things where we're like, hi, nerd squad. Um... (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Quickly notices when you get a haircut or change your appearance in any way? Yeah, he's good with that. Offers you his phone when your battery is run out? Yeah. Do you really need a phone that badly that, oh no, I gotta have a phone in my hand, come on! I must tweet about this right now. Can I log into my Twitter on your phone? No, yeah, it's a Zelda, it's a very seldom situation, but I would hope, yeah, if my phone died, of course I could use his, yeah. We'll watch a rom-com without complaining? Um, has many, 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 many times, yeah. Without complaining? Well, <laughs> there's Never a, questions your obsession your with Leonardo DiCaprio? It's your, no, actually, he and I both have an obsession with Leonardo DiCaprio, so it's okay. His, him for different reasons. <laughs> wow. Him That's an interesting reasons. conversation to have in the podcast. <laughs> oh, he just thinks he's the, the best actor, and I happen to, too, and he also happens to be attractive, so it works well for both of us. Here's our, our dog's question. name is Leo. I don't think that he would have approved that otherwise. Very true. Uh, here's our question to you, everybody. What else should be on this list? What does a perfect modern-day gentleman have to do? Here's a suggestion. 519-571-B. When he opens the car door for me as I'm getting in the car and kisses me before he closes the door. That's nice. Ooh. It's Two all the little step things. process. Yeah. It opens doesn't the take, door. It doesn't take that much effort either, too. It's always the small things. It don't take that much effort, really, but it goes a long way. I'm trying to think if I do that. You open the door. Of course. Yeah, that's a given. They get in, but then you lean in and give them a kiss before you close the door. Okay. I'll I'll endorse that one. I think that's good. When he makes dinner, when I get home from work. Mm. Uh, Yeah. Okay. That works. Uh, I've heard some people say they're a perfect gentleman when they take a bunch of pictures of you for social media, not just one. (laughs) And they know you. They know you so well. They know the exact angle, right? Like, you know, you go up here from here. That's my best angle. you got to take at least five photos. Five. You know, five. <laughs> yeah, sure. They know the drill, right? And if you've got a significant other that will sit there and, and do all that for you, that's nice. That's lovely. And, and do it without rolling their eyes completely into the back of their head. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. These Romantic. Are great. I don't know. No, I think I do know. <laughs> cute or creepy? <laughs> okay. One of my favorite games to play, cute mm-hmm. or creepy. 34-year-old twins, Anna and Lucy DeSink, actually won a contest at a festival once where they were named the world's most identical twins. Hmm. Okay, that's a thing? I didn't know that. Great. They will not be more than a few feet apart. They dress alike. They share a job. They had the same plastic surgery, eat the exact same number of calories, exercise the same amount. They even go to the bathroom at the same time. 34 years old, identical twins. You know what else they share? Um, this is this is where the cuter creepy comes in, isn't it? No. Believe it or not, this isn't that part. Oh no. Okay, what else did they share? Is it a boyfriend? 39-year-old Ben Byrne is is. their boyfriend. There it is. He says he understands their bond. They have now asked Ben to get them pregnant. 
cute or creepy? Oh god, it's so weird. But it's why it's not surprising to me. It's some twins. Some twins sometimes. It's freakish, isn't it? Oh yeah. And then they manage to find the guy that is well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of guys that might be down with the fantasy, but we're talking about living a life. Yeah. With these people. Right. With these twins. With yes. both of them. Uh-huh. It is so... I'm going to go creepy just because to know that you're sharing that person with someone else, like, all I can really relate to is a sibling, right? I don't have a twin sister, but I have a sister. And hell to the no would that ever happen. So, yeah, it's creepy. They say they're not totally sure how it's going to be possible, but they're thinking they might require IVF. They quote... Want to experience pregnancy together. And that's lovely. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like, oh, hey, it's pretty cool when it lines up if it lines up. Happened with my sister twice. But we did not plan that. And you know what's amazing? How many people asked me if we planned it? Really? Yes. Yes. Hmm. I got that. We got asked it all the time. Did you guys talk about it? No, I didn't say, hey, Liz, when are you going to get knocked up? Let's do it at the same time. Tonight, what's on your schedule? Oh, next Saturday's best for you? Great. Like, it didn't, it, it's, so, so the fact that these twins, which I know they have a totally different level of synchronicity when you're a twin. And, and if you're not a twin, you don't understand it, I think. If you're not an identical twin specifically, you don't understand that. But I, it's weird to me. It's, just, it's weird. Practically, since they share everything else, doesn't it make sense that they would share a boyfriend? No. No? No, you shouldn't be doing something to that level just for practicality. I mean, this guy really is kind of being used by these two, the more I think about it. Funny, I think the exact same thing. Yeah. They're using this guy. Yeah, this guy's willing to do it because he thinks it's kind of cool that he's got twins and maybe he can go tell people, yeah, I'm with sisters twin sisters cool but these girls they want to live their life together it's it, this is a pack man if they pick if they <laughs> if one of them that died it would be that guy let's just put it that way because they would want like it's her first it's her before him every single time that's a special bond those two have if they want to like try to marry him for example it's always going to be those two before that guy that guy is the third wheel and he might not realize that he's the third wheel but he is He's probably fairly dispensable. They only need really one more thing from him. And would their kids look alike? I would assume so. I would assume that they would look very much alike. Would they be brothers and sisters, the kids? Oh, that's or weird. would they be yeah, cousins? They'd be cousins. Well, I mean, technically they'd be cousins uh, because they share so much identical, identical information. That would be a weird one, yeah. But they also, okay, different mothers, same father. That would make them at least stepbrothers or sisters. Well, I know uh, people um, who are sisters that married brothers and that have kids. But the kids, funny enough, they don't look too much alike. These are not identical twins is the difference, maybe. It's strange, though, isn't it? It's really strange. I'm still trying to figure out cute or creepy.